the pod is the pod is the pod is the pod when we pod when we pod and it's podding. Boom, 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 boom. Exactly. All I do is pod every day, Monday through Sunday. Yeah, exactly. I've I've never not been podcasting. That's true. I'm, I've always I've I've never like I've never like never been like not podcasting. Even when I'm streaming, I'm podcasting. I'm in class podcasting right now. In fact, yeah, I'm on the toilet. Exactly. That's the crazy part. Like the professor is looking at me and I'm looking at him and he's looking at me and I'm like, what? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> he doesn't want to see me prosper. He doesn't want to see a king prosper. They really don't. It's a shame. It, it's it's quite a shame. It's quite a shame that... Disgusting. Disgusting. And it's Black History Month. And That's crazy. In Black History Month of all months. Right. You don't want to see kings prosper. Disgusting. How could you? you? You are a terrible human being. You might yeah, be... Yeah, I'm the, talking to you. Yeah, you might be the worst guy. Just Or gal. Exactly. Huh. Welcome to Who He Record. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Look, I'm I normally don't do timestamps to skip the music because it's normally only like a half hour. But uh, nothing happened last week outside of music, so we didn't pod because we didn't have any other stories but album releases. Right. And uh, so now we have two weeks of album and singles releases to blow through. So there will yeah. be there will be a timestamp if you just want to skip to the video. But I fuck with it. I fuck with it. So. Because I listened to a lot more music last week than I did this week. Yeah. And as as usual with this pod, uh, we got to get the sad shit out of the way first. Uh, mm-hmm. So yesterday, of, at time of recording, we're recording on the 20th. Yesterday was the 19th. Oh, man. Uh, 20-year-old rapper Pop Smoke was shot in what at the time was believed to be a robbery. More information has come out since where law enforcement believed that it might have actually been a hit put out on his life mm. so yes uh for those of you who don't know pop smoke was is a up-and-coming art uh new york art, rap artist uh big placements being uh, the welcome to the party remix with Nicki minaj last year and uh having a feature on travis scott's jack boys project from last year mm-hmm. uh tyler's song was uh gotti right yeah gotti, gotti. yes and uh, cannot say pop and forget the smoke. You cannot say pop and forget the smoke. But yeah, you literally can't now anymore. You but can't. go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, pop smoke uh, was. He was of, a. Uh, it, it was like New York drill, right? It was New York drill. So he was one of the leading uh, voices in the New York drill scene. For those of you mm-hmm. who don't know, uh, drill music is music that is mostly known for coming from UK, from the UK and Chicago. And Pop Smoke is really making mainstream waves with drill from New York. Uh, his yeah. his drill mostly was more inspired by the UK side of things and the Chicago side of things. But mm-hmm. regardless, uh, you, drill is usually just like an eight oh eight, and it bumps, and then there might be a melody in there. But Maybe the beats are like super simple in drill, right? Yes. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean, there's not a lot to say other than it's really fucking sad his career his career was just starting his life was just starting i mean he's same age as me like i knew he was young but it fucked me up when the art he was 20 when the rips came out and it was 1999 to 2020 i was like man i'm 1999 to 2020 
Yeah. That shit's crazy. Like, he wasn't even old enough to drink. No. Like, that's so insane. Yeah. 20 years old. Literally, like, got, I don't even know what his birthday was, but literally just got out of his teenage years. Yeah. Like, God. Damn, man. And rest in peace. Rest Praise in peace. The family. And uh, last thing I really have to say about Pop Smoke, the Pop Smoke situation is... When these rappers die young, I I need, I need, I need you. I need everybody to stop finding the way that it was their fault, right? Right. Like, how was this his fault? He was chilling at home. Well, he wasn't. He was at an Airbnb, and I guess Uh, there was an Instagram post where you could partially see the address on the building, and there were people who were saying, oh, see, he, he blew protocol. He gave away the spot. It's like, bruh, shut up. <laughs> what? Like, shut up. Or like how it's like, oh, Juice World OD'd. It's his own fault, which is just because of the whole societal issue that we have, where we uh, demonize addiction instead of yeah. seeing that these are people with problems who need help. We demonize addiction. Or even when X died, and people were like, oh, well, he shouldn't have went home when he had money. He should have just forgot about everybody he ever knew and never visited his hometown ever again. That's just whack. Big whack. Yeah, I, I just, we, it, like the pop smoke thing really made me think about how much more we need to talk about mental health when it comes to these situations, right? And the reason I say that is because, like, for example, with Juice World, like, why, why are we going, oh, he was an addict, this was bound to happen, instead of looking at the mental why health. Why he was an addict. Why he was an addict, or... Like, when Pop Smoke, whether it was a robbery or a hit, you know, the jury's still out on that. We don't know for sure yet. But instead of looking at just saying, damn, like, like he gave up the spot or this and that. It's like, look at, look look at the, look, think about the, you know, and I'm not saying I'm excusing the people who killed him. Because obviously, no, fuck you. Fuck all of you. I hope they get fucked by the long dick of the law, right? But what I'm saying is we also need to consider, like, what in somebody's life mental health wise has to occur that they're willing to kill somebody for money or material possessions right yeah like it's fucked like it, yeah it's fucked up that, like that, yeah it's like something has got to happen to where you got to think like I'm going to end this person's life and I am okay with that yeah like what has to happen in the back scenes of your mind yeah like, that's all come on that's all that, that that's that's where my mind that's one of the places my mind went when I saw this was yeah, no, it's fuck the killer all day, but we also need to think about what what mental health wise what drove him to right. this, you know? Yeah. What what did this? Um, yeah. It is just crazy how like this is like and like not even like he one he was so young and two the career it, it sucks cuz his career was just popping off. Just starting. Literally just popped off. He, he, like he literally just released an album. Yeah, it's on or this EP mixtape, whatever. It's it was. on this but docket. That's the crazy. It's part. on the docket. Like <laughs> we wrote comments about this album, right? Not knowing that this that this man would die. Yeah, like that is so crazy. Mm-hmm. We had a, a like real opinions because we wanted to. Ah oh, man, <laughs> it's just so sad. It's sad. Mm. But yeah, uh, rest in power, Pop Smoke. Rest in power to a king, young king. I hope young king. I hope everybody in his vicinity, who's in his life, uh, is allowed to grieve pop properly. Is not 
mm-hmm. harassed by the public light. And we also also probably need to mention like, yo, these sites like TMZ that get the story before the family and the what's the names know. It's so sick. We gotta change something. That's it, gotta change. It's so gross. It's so fucking disgusting. Something's gotta give. Something yeah. has to give. I wholeheartedly agree. Like it, it can't be like this anymore. It shouldn't be like this. Yeah. Like, god damn. Like shit. Like imagine hearing about your big brother. I don't know if he had siblings, but imagine yeah. just hearing about your big brother, your big sister, your mom, dad dying on the internet, Twitter, yeah. Yeah. before you even know, and then people get to comment on it before. Oh my god! Don't even get me started. Bro. It's it's nasty. It's nasty. We're mm-hmm. like. TMZ's entire business model is just it's literally just like get news first get paid get the hell out have some fucking tact is all I'm saying like I'm not even mad at TMZ for reporting or if they're the first reporters to break something but have some fucking tact like if you know something before the family does fucking tell the family right tell the family say hey are you are you guys prepared you know like I'm not even mad at them for being in the rat race for wanting the story out first because that's just what the rat race is. That's just how it works. But, like, even if they have the story first, like, just have some tact. Tell the tell the family, go, are you guys in a mental state where you're comfortable with the world talking about the death of your loved one? Mm-hmm. <sighs> but that's not going to happen. I mean, even, even fucking so. Like, they're not the only ones that are going to get the story, if anything, so. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not TMZ, it's going to be somebody else. Yeah. If it's not them, it's going to be somebody else. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Rest in power, Pop Smoke. Rest in power, King. Let's move on with the rest of the pod. Hmm. All right. So, uh, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. Um, These last two weeks were good. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally... I don't know if I said this last podcast. I don't know when I did, but I beat... Fire Emblem Three Houses, okay. uh, the Golden Deer story, okay. which was good. Uh, I like to believe that as the best ending uh, because you actually like get to find out the truth and like everything behind what's a face. Um, well, uh, oh, whatever. It's kind of like so mm, in two routes. So you play the I play the Golden Deer route. Uh, uh-huh. Spoilers ahead, by the way. So yeah. in two routes, mm-hmm. you um in two routes, you either um you either kill. Uh, one of the uh, you either kill one of the main characters in one route, or in the other route. Well, I guess you kill another main character, but you don't really like. There are other like there are also other villains, main villains that happen during like part <coughs> part one when you're like a kid, but that never gets resolved. Okay. So basically, I chose the route the route that kind of resolved everything. If that makes sense. I get you. So there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's three routes in the game. There are technically four. Technically four. Is there a suggested playing order? No. No. Okay. So basically, no. And like the story, pretty the story also changes. The story is different each route. Okay. So and the way I described it is like if you want, um, if you want like the the most truth to your ending, you're gonna pick Golden Deer. If you want, um, if you want more character development and stuff like that, you should pick Blue Lions. And, you know, if you just, you know, hate yourself and like being lied to, you should pick uh, Black Eagles. But I don't honestly, nor unless you're, like, super curious about why uh, Black, why this stuff happens in part two. But Okay. But none of these endings are non-canon. They're all... 
I don't even no, I don't think so. I don't okay. think I think they're all it's not like uh it's not like a Pokemon situation where like there's obviously I mean not where it's not a fates where it's like birthright conquest. Yeah. And then there's revelation, which is obviously the ending. Revelatons, yeah. Yeah. No, this is like all three different endings. All okay. good ends, but But it's a good end from different perspectives of different this perspectives war. pretty much, okay. yeah. Okay. Good ends to like they're kind of the same story. Like the overall theme is there, but like different. There's like nuances in there, which make it kind of make them different stories. Okay. All right. Yeah. But that was my week. Uh, I've been kind of streaming whatever the hell I want yesterday. Uh, I wrote. Uh, I've been streaming the whatever the hell I want since then. I, I wrote some bars yesterday on stream. Highly suggest you check out those clips. I, I, will, uh, I saw the clips posted, <laughs> but I have not looked at them yet. I will check them out. Bar, they were so crazy. From what I understand, um, that from what I understand, they were over that uh beef. <laughs> they were, it was uh yeah beef flow mix. Yeah, it was over the beef flow mix. <laughs> it was some, uh, I didn't know it was an original. I didn't know it was a Playboy Cardi song. Twenty fifteen. Mm. That's when it came out. Beef by Playboy Cardi. But yeah, I didn't know. Um, but yeah, beef Trev mix. You know. Coming to uh coming to every streaming platform never. Gang. Um get it only on Twitch. But <laughs> nah. Uh yeah, other than that, just been streaming, etc. etc. Mm-hmm. Um chilling, hanging out with peeps. Nothing too crazy, nothing too crazy. Just vibing. Vibing pretty much. Big vibes. How was your week, sir? <laughs> you know? My, my week was uh pretty good. So yeah. uh what have I been playing? I have been playing some Pokemon Showdown. Yes, yes. Home came out. Oh my god! So I've been uh, vibe. I've been checking out the post home meta. Oh god! Some big things to note. Uh, some important moves that were returned to different mons. Uh, Bisharp got knockoff back, which is crucial. Like that. That's crucial for Bisharp, really. That mon- <laughs> it didn't have it, and it was still good. And now that mon is just. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, a lot of, as far as Pokemon that weren't in before that are back, that important ones, uh, the Kirams. Yeah, I heard Kiram Black immediately got banned. Immediately. Uh, Melmetal is now, wasn't. Oh, yeah, immediately got banned. Immediately got banned. Melmetal was kind of fucked. But they did say Melmetal will be retested when the expansions come out to see once that power level increases a little bit more, Melmetal is still fucked. Okay. Uh, uh, Clefable got regular charm. Oh yeah, Clefable. Oh my. Clefable God. got soft boil back. <laughs> ah, ah. Yeah. So take that, how you fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're walling up. We're we're getting some boys. Uh, some one huge thing that I'm very happy about is uh Zorora came back. And with the introduction of Zorora into Gen 8, there is now finally something in the game that is naturally faster than Dragapult. Zorora? Yeah. Oh, Zeraora. Zeraora, sorry. Yeah, okay. Okay. My fault. Okay. I was like, 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 Zorark? Like, no, no. I was like, what? Zeraora, okay. my fault. Yeah. Okay, Zeraora. Yeah, the, uh, the Furry OC. Yeah, the, yeah, The Furry yeah. OC is back. It is powerful. And... It is, you know, it. I, I'm, I'm enjoying using it mostly just because it's nice having something finally that is faster than, <laughs> faster than Dragapult naturally in the meta. 
mm-hmm. not not being able to just kind of brain dead throughout Dragapult and always outspeed unless it's a common scarfer. Right. Uh, some other some other things I've that I think are pretty neat. Uh, Blastoise. Pete, Blastoise might be pretty okay this gen. Blastoise, really? Okay. Like I don't expect it to stay in OU. It's definitely gonna dro- drop to UU because it's competing with the same niche as Cloister. And I was just about to say, what is the niche for Blastoise and OU? I'm looking at it right it has, now. It has shell. That's aren't even all that. It has shell smash now. <laughs> that's the niche <laughs> so like it is literally competing directly with cloister but cloister yeah. has better stats so i i expect blastoise probably be a demon in like the uuru area mm-hmm. uh venusaur is actually pretty good this gen that makes sense venusaur's venusaur's been venusaur's always been goaded venusaur venusaur i see be, being pretty good this gen mostly because defensive grass types just kind of don't exist yeah. and so you can just kind of throw throw some giga drains around willy-nilly mm-hmm. uh i think it also has weather ball yeah because weather ball and you you basically just run that and people are actually theorizing that sun might actually be usable in ou for the first time in a while Specifically because of Venusaur, but it's early. We don't really know yet. Yeah, and Venusaur's gonna get that G Max too. Yeah. Oh man. Which <laughs> doesn't won't really affect singles because like I don't know if they're ever gonna consider. Oh right, I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if they're ever they're gonna not, cons- consider Hell retesting no. it when the power level goes back up. But. Mm-hmm. We on- got a uh, Prima Arena is in OU now. Prima, well, uh, everything's in OU. That got that's new because it hasn't been played to drop ah uh, okay, okay we'll we'll know where stuff really is yeah, i was like yeah we'll know where stuff really is uh at the end of february when the march usage stats come out okay cool because i saw meltan in ou i'm like what is going on yeah yeah, yeah yeah no 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 no. <laughs> i know i feel like incineroar is gonna stay in ou oh, no 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 uh, he was good in doubles yeah so, incineroar is fucked in doubles yo doubles players are pissed right now because in, back. Yeah, no, cause Incineroar in a meta game that had Mega Rayquaza, Incineroar was the most used mon in VGC. <laughs> say, say what that tells you. But anyway, yeah. the funniest thing about that was people are like, well, at least we'll have a few months without having to deal with, with you know, at least we won't have to deal with Incineroar until the next season of VGC because the rules are already set in stone for VGC 2020. Nope. Yeah. Pokemon Company comes out and says, ha ha! Incineroar is legal. Now! Oh, jeez. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I also see here, uh, Darm is back. Like, regular Darm. Regular Darm is back, yes. It, it, it... Wait, didn't, uh, didn't the one, did the other Darm get the Ubers? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Darmanitan Dar- oh, has worse stats than Galarian, though, so it's not gonna... Well, not really worse stats. They're pretty much the same. It, it has stats. a different stats. It has a, it has a worse ability. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. It doesn't have. It doesn't have thought tactics. It doesn't have fucking gorilla, gorilla fucking tactics. Yeah. It's got uh, sheer force, which is uh, what is it? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Move powers. Oh, hold on. Move. Uh, multiply power by one point three, but secondary effects. So. 
Yeah. He's not getting any burns or nothing, but yeah. still, 1.3 power on a base fucking 140 attack mon. Oh, yeah. Fucking take it. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I feel like... I feel like Darmanitan is still going to be a threat, but it, there's no way it gets banned up to Ubers with Galarian. Oh, it's got, nah, nah. It's always been an OU yeah. monster. Yeah, it's going to be a threat. But yeah, that's pretty much it for that. Uh, only other game of note I want to play is, uh, I want to mention playing, is Street Fighter V. Mm. So, for those of you who don't know, Street Fighter V had a netcode patch. And for those of you who don't know, Street Fighter V has had the worst, probably the worst netcode out of any commercially available fight ga- fighting game. Since it came out four years ago, and we're just now getting a fix. Now, one thing I will say is the reaction was pretty knee-jerk because there were a lot of people, myself included, I got baited, I got drawn in to the, to the clout, the clout clicks, you know, the, 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 the people just say, talking out their ass before the stuff really got tested because I just kind of, I mean, it was people who are usually reputable. So I was just assuming, oh, wow, they tested this shit. But anyway, what the patch improved the netcode just not by a crazy amount, right? Okay. So I I I did my own little test. I played for a couple hours at with my matchmaking settings on three to five bar because uh, as Keats uh, got who was one of the main devs on Ki and is one of like the goats of netcode and fighting games, uh, as he once said good netcode is isn't about like how it behave how it performs under a good connection but how it hides a bad one yeah which is completely fair so i'm like all right let me try three to five right let me try three to five first those matches it is better than it was because before for those who don't know it has uh street fighter 5 has rollback netcode and rollback netcode essentially has maintains the current a simulation of what should be happening and then the actual and this is in real layman's terms, like read up on it if you want a real in-depth thing. But essentially, the simulation and the actual are allowed to separate by however many frames, and every so often it rolls back in order to keep them synced. And when done correctly, you don't notice those rollbacks, and it just felt like you played a smooth match, right? Even when the match connection wasn't actually smooth. But uh, Street Fighter V had a really shitty implementation of rollback that made the rollbacks incredibly noticeable, causing teleportation and incomprehensibility on screen. Yeah. And on top of that, it was possible for it to roll back one-sidedly. So one player had an incomprehensible mess and the other person had a perfectly fine match. Yeah. The... So what this patch changed, essentially, was it didn't fix the underlying issues with the netcode that made this happen it limited how far the simulation and actual were allowed to separate from each other so that those huge incomprehensible rollbacks don't really happen anymore, at least for my testing, for my playtime. hadn't Don't happen anymore, but instead you kind of get this, this sluggish, general sluggishness when things get bad. And okay. Okay. on three to five bar, that sluggishness was pretty much every game when I switch it to five bar only, you know what? Good matches. Honestly, I got, I'll tip my hat. I'll give credit where credit is due. Good matches. When we switch that over to five bar, only. but it's just four years in the making for a bandaid solution is still pretty come the fuck on. That's kind of, that's kind of fucked. If you think about it. Yeah. 
it also it was also really funny because uh the street fighter this patch being a band-aid solution and not a real netcode fix led to a lot of fgc infighting where there were a lot of big street fighter players who were uh, shitting on smaller games with good netcode just because people were like if you're tired there there were like tweets going around where people were like if you're tired of sf5 shitty netcode you know uh come play ki you know come play skull girls come play uh power rangers you know Come play a smaller game that has good netcode if you want to, you know, see what good rollback is like. And yeah, there were, which I feel like is not an unfair thing to say, but there were a lot of. But big, you know, you know what you're gonna get. I feel yeah. like you should know what you're gonna get. If yeah, you say that shit. Yeah, like come uh, on. Yeah, but there were a lot of big Street Fighter players who popped up and were being big baby. Uh, mainly 801 Strider. That was the one that really went viral. Was 801 Strider basically shitting on small communities and basically saying. If your game has a small community, it's nothing and it's not worth playing. I don't give a fuck if my netcode is bad. Mm. Which is, like, was a spicy take for sure. Big spicy. Big spicy. And he backtracked on it the next day after everybody was like, yeah, man. It's almost, it's like Street Fighter was, like, eight guys in an arcade at one point. Like, I don't know. that. I, and I agree with that take where it's, where it's like, come on, man. Like, you're really gonna shit on KI or Skullgirls tournaments for being smaller than Street Fighter tournaments when at one point Street Fighter tournaments were like eight guys in an arcade. Like Right, like come on now. Like come on now. And like if we're really gonna play that game, smash shits on all of the FGC's numbers. So like if you really wanna play that fucking game. Right, like you fucking know. <laughs> if you really wanna make it a numbers game. But yeah, outside of the netcode changes. I I picked up Seth, and Seth is really fucking fun, dude. They are really <laughs> fun. Uh, essentially, Seth's the thing with the thing that's fun about Seth is Seth is really explosive. Where the entire time you're kind of playing as a neutral spacing game, but then you get that good hit, and you just get to do fuck shit. Mm, all right, which is. Is right up my alley. I do like doing fuck shit in my video games. Like, Seth is low-key playing a different game when V-Trigger is on. <laughs> it's, we're not in Skedaddle's Skadoodle. I now control neutral territory. But play, def, playing a different game for sure. Okay. And the last thing I want to mention is I watched a film. I watched a piece of cinema. That film was motherfuckers 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 is a anime film which is a Japan Japanese and French uh, co-production between two different studios it is not a good movie at all but why well, but why did I watch it you may ask I watched yeah, it because <laughs> the English voice cast has a bunch of rappers in it oh my fucking god Yes, sir. Like who? Like who? Like who? Like who? Vince Staples, for one. Okay, well, that makes sense. I, it, I would it, like it, to watch. I'd like that. It's it's really only two two rappers. I, I said a bunch, but Vince Staples voices one of the main characters. Uh, I believe it was uh, RZA voiced one of the smaller characters. Mm. And this is... Now, don't take this as me saying it's as good as Afro Samurai, because Afro Samurai is an actual good anime. On top of it being, like... Nigga chic. <laughs> right. This film, this film, right. 
This film is clad in blackface. <laughs> oh, jeez. It is, it is hood and hip-hop aesthetic. It, the plot is really nothing. It's about a, a guy named An- Angelino who realizes that he's actually, like, basically a human weapon and slowly realizes that throughout the course of a movie while this corporation is hunting him down. His best friend is named Vins, I want to say. Named Vins, who is a skeleton whose head is on fire. Vins is the character voiced by Vince Staples. Oh, uh, real convenient. Yeah, huh, 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 really makes you think. But yeah, <laughs> uh, the voice acting's pretty fucking bad. Mm. But one thing I do applaud Vince Staples for is he didn't just go in and talk like Vince Staples. He very clearly... You can tell that it's Vince Staples doing a voice, but he did a voice. Yeah. Uh, there's some line reads where it slips a little bit, and you can hear that it's Vince, but... it It's Vince doing a voice, not Vince Staples as Vince Staples. That's something good, right? Yeah, 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 no. I, I applaud the effort. I really do. Right. It's just, the voice act is still bad, because, I mean, Vince Staples isn't a professional voice actor. No, not in the slightest. <laughs> What? But if I can say anything, is this film is not good. It's pretty fun though. Okay. It's it's pretty fun to see like, to it's pretty fun when Vince Staples' character and the protagonist uh, have to hide out in the anime hood. Anime. Hood. And it's just a bunch of niggas in the street bandanaed up, and th- for no reason. Like Riz, Riz's character is so minor. Only in a couple scenes. He's like the leader of the gangbangers. His name is Shakespeare. And he's just a big dude who shoots dual machine guns and recites Shakespeare. That's all. That, that, that's the character. Really? That's it. <laughs> and that's all it is. Wow. But yeah. Motherfuckers. <laughs> it's a film. Motherfuckers. <laughs> it's a film. Uh, it just makes... It's just funny because I'm like looking at the plot and I'm looking at... Like, you know, the anime hood and all that shit. And I'm just thinking, like, man, there were some Japanese and French guys who were like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, they were some... probably like, fuck, yeah. Oh, can we get Vince Staples? We can. Oh, say less. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was about it for my week. Not bad. Not bad. Let's hit up the music news. Let's get right to it. So, uh, Boosie decided to share his opinions on D Wade's son, daughter. I'm daughter. I'm, daughter is it daughter? Because I, I remember. Okay, I would say. As soon as she comes out and says, "I'm a trans woman," then yes, daughter. Okay, I I, I didn't um, realize that was a statement because I know the first time they made the statement, it was still son with feminine pronouns. I didn't know if that oh. had changed or not with this second. Uh, I thought I thought the daughter straight up. Okay. I thought they came out with. I thought they said, um, like straight up. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about the thing like a couple months ago when this like first hit the circuits the first time. Oh, okay. At that time they said son, but feminine pronouns. But I, you know, ever we're all still everybody's always figuring it out, you know. 
So yeah, daughter, my fault. But, yes, Boozy has opinions, and and so does every fucking one else on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but what was special about Boozy's opinions? The thing that was special about Boozy's opinions were they were rec- recorded straight to Instagram in the corner of a Planet Fitness while he was just talking about all sorts of shit that neither D Wade nor his family have publicly said they're even thinking about. He's like, "You go cut that boy dick off, man." Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas, man. Which nobody in D Wade's family has even said publicly is a thing they're considering. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Boost. <laughs> Niggas, man. Niggas in. Oh my god. It's just that old head. Not old head. I'm not going to say that. But it's like definitely that old mentality where like anything different just isn't good. You know? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Yeah, no, it's it, it it's just silly. It's silly. Yeah, he Boosie is like, oh man. Also, I don't I I don't think anybody should take parenting advice from Boosie, the man who admitted to ha- hiring a prostitute to suck off his underage son. Yeah, no, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no, I no, nobody yeah. should take any life advice from Boosie. I don't think. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I wouldn't go to him for life advice. I would not, especially in the corner of a Planet Fitness. Right, like, he was just had to have been working out, was, like, off his testosterone. I was like, you know what? <laughs> he was off the pre-workout and decided, you know what? I'm going to tell D-Wade how to work out. I'm going to tell D-Wade how to raise his children. Right. That'll Imagine. Get, that'll get the people on my side. And th- my favorite part is there's always ignorant hood niggas whenever, and it's always whenever Boosie or, or anybody, any rap nigga says anything. There's always the hood niggas who are like, he didn't say anything transphobic. That's y'all putting your opinions into, no nigga. No nigga, what? <laughs> Shit was transphobic. He's being stupid. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I, 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 I think we need to take away Boosie's internet access. <laughs> we really do. He's got too much of it. He's, he needs to be defeated. For real. He's a super villain. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have the cap of the century. I know, right? This shit. This shit is not happening, bro. Jay Electronica uh, says the album is finally done and is coming in the next 40 days. So for those of you who don't know, Jay Electronica is a rapper who has been around forever. And just off of his verses and mixtapes and EPs alone, people are willing to like throw him in like, the top 20 minimum of lyricists of all time. Like, this dude is a rapper's rapper. But he never put out the album. And he kept saying the album was coming, and it never came. And this has been going yeah. for over and, over a decade? Yeah, he's like, he's been in the game since like 2008, 2009. Yeah. I'm looking at, 2007, I'm looking at his discography yeah. right now. And has not put <laughs> like, out, and has been saying an album has been coming for the entirety of the past decade. And hasn't released one. And I just I just find it hard to believe. Like, people are saying, oh, this is the one with validity. Because this is the only time that he said it where other people have co-signed it. Like, people are talking about how this is the only tweet Jay-Z has ever liked. And Alchemist liked this that shit. That was so fucking stupid. <laughs> I was like, you don't know the biggest tweets, man. I didn't even know Jay-Z had a Twitter. I don't think he wants you to know he does. Oh. Jay-Z moves in <laughs> silence. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, no. Cap of the century. If it happens, I'll I'll happily take it. But this is definitely a thing where it'll 
It's, oh yeah, definitely. If it happens, I'm definitely gonna listen. If it happens, I'm definitely gonna listen. But it's definitely one of those things that's never gonna live up, no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it's album been in the making since uh, <laughs> July. So he since he dropped this damn mixtape, Act One, Eternal Sunshine, The Pledge. Yep. Where <laughs> if you drop an album, this album should be called Act Five. We're on that by now. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. called a written testimony. So yeah. And I'm wondering too. I'm looking at his singles, Exhibit A and Exhibit C. Where did Exhibit B go? Yes. All right, cool. All right, let's, <laughs> let's move on to the next topic. So, at the NME Awards, which, for those of you who don't know, is a British music awards show, uh, Slow Tie got drunk and made an ass of himself, like, really oh, bad. Like, God. This is your king? Not, not, hey, I liked his debut album, but <laughs> I'm not going to excuse... King, buddy? I'm not excusing <laughs> this shit. So, uh, the first thing was, during his performance, somebody in the crowd... Uh, said some rude, some uncouth things to one Mr. Slotai and threw alcohol at him, to which Slotai responded by uh, grabbing a bottle that was on stage and slinging it at the man, a glass bottle. So that's not great. Ugh. Which, But that one's at least a little understandable. You know, you threw alcohol at me, I'm going to throw it at you. Okay. But then there's the thing that happened in this tweet that's linked here. And I'll let you watch it for yourself, but I'm going to play it for the people. Yeah, I've seen... Oh, my God. I've seen all that shit, but go ahead. Go ahead. So, uh, for visual reference, uh, Slow Tie is drunk on stage harassing the host of the show uh putting his <laughs> barely being able to stand and hugging her saying to uh smell his cologne and when she started complaining he started shushing as you can hear now he's shushing her <laughs> Closes it by saying, if you want to fuck later, hey, you know where to yeah. find me. <laughs> he gonna be passed out somewhere. Yep. Oh, God. Slow tie, do better. It's really funny. The, the, not, not like what he did was funny, but it's funny, like, rather ironic, considering how, like, closely related to he is to Brock Hampton and how, like, mm-hmm. Brock Hampton's politics and fan base are something that would very much look at this and go, ooh. <laughs> this is uh this is kind of scary boo boo yeah <laughs> <laughs> why would you do this slow time i leave her alone leave her alone i really she i really like how she handled it like a champ she just kind of mocked him <laughs> at, yeah. at the end oh you're so hot like oh yeah that was just perfect i'm totally gonna see you later that was perfect i like how she handled that i wish she didn't have to handle that i wish that security would have just escorted slow tie off stage but Mhm, mhm. <sighs> not great. It's yeah, it was embarrassing. I could, I cringed through it. I was like, bro, just leave alone. Cause I've had, I've definitely had those moments where I've drunk and then I've talked too much and possibly hit it on someone and made somebody uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Uh, we all have. Yeah, but your yours wasn't on 
live British television. Look. Mine was not on camera. It was on females I knew. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and not with a woman you most likely just met. Right. <laughs> who's just trying to hand you a damn award. Right. Like, for real. <laughs> God damn. Uh, let's talk about the music that came out. Oh, yes. Please. We have. I got these first two ones. All me. I mean, not all me, but like I, I, I listen to these two the most, and then everything else I heard through. Uh, I, I've um, not heard, but like I know it happened. But I was like, nah, nah mm-hmm. I'm cool. All not because right. I don't like them. It's just so. I didn't listen to it. First up on the docket, we have Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats, Officer Beats, yes. and Zeltron. Yes. Yes. And, and Zeltron Six Zeltron! Billy. Yes. In ah! Zeltron Six Billy, they dropped a surprise collaboration album, Unlocked. The rollout for this was fucking stupid because we all thought that uh, it was Denzel stupid. Curry was mad at uh, <laughs> Kenny Beats. Yeah, <laughs> thought he was gonna have to give Kenny Beats. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's a <laughs> that's a Shout bar. That's a bar, <laughs> Nikki. But yeah, no, uh, the rollout was kind of sick. But the people who were genuinely mad at Denzel Curry for putting something on his dead brother, come on. Yeah. I, I just thought it was a little corny, but left it at that. But there were people, who, there were people who genuinely felt betrayed. <laughs> what? Why aren't you actually mad at this producer? <laughs> like, nigga, what? Why don't you Shut hate up. this white boy? So, a little backstory behind the project. This entire project was made in a twenty-four hour span. Yeah, it had to have been. There's no way. It ha- There's no way it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, and that's part of my problem with it personally. Is, don't get me wrong. I feel like I came off a little harsh the first time I told you my opinions about this album. I don't dislike it nor think it's bad. I just... It, it's just... You look at Denzel Curry's career trajectory, right? And... You look at... Yeah. You and, look it's, at his, and it's an up... It's an up, it's an up, it's an up. And then Imperial was crazy. And then Taboo was a level above that. And then we drop a bit with Zoo because Zoo was all freestyles. And then this is slightly better... But it's still not at that taboo level. This is, and this is true, true, true. And this is also like, this is definitely all freestyles as well. Exactly. There's no way it's not. Exactly. And that, and that's my but, issue. And that's why I say I want Denzel to sit down and take his time with a project because I want another Imperial. I want another taboo because I know he's true. capable and of that. And that's fair. But I feel like, I feel like at this point in Denzel's career, he's, I feel like he's like, he's still slowly rising. Like he hasn't like popped, popped yet. Where like, well, no, I feel like he has personally because like we're, we're both Denzel fans. Yeah. But like, he doesn't have that smash hit if you know what I'm saying. Not yet. Well, well he well he had you, you he can, had it, but memes ruined it. Right, right. <laughs> Ultimate. Yeah. No, no, not well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clout Cobain, kinda, but not really. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like he needs like a smash hit that's also like a club banger, mm-hmm. which Ultimate was, but you know, got memed on. Yeah. And then um. So my opinions about this project was, yeah, I yeah, you can obviously tell it was all freestyling and shit like that, and like all like one take, and like I feel I thought though, I feel like this was the production though, like I don't know, like I don't know what kind of mood I'd be have to be in, I mean I it's not mood, but like I feel like the production was low key like the kind of the best part of it. It most I I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think Kenny Beats' production like was the best was part of this. I feel like this had to be this definitely had to be mad focused on Kenny Beats. There's no way, yeah. Because like the way the beats came in and out, and the way like he used some of the samples and shit, I was like, "Hey, yo, it, you what's can, going on?" It was you could tell it was definitely a late night of Kenny getting creative. 
Yeah, this that's, that's what it is. That's the word. Creative. Because he pushed some shit in there. I thought I was I would never hear on a beat. Yeah. Um and Denzel Curry, you know, I'm not gonna like the freestyles aren't bad either. No, like, they're so not that, Denzel can fact, rap. So, that's the thing. Denzel like, can rap. So like whatever whatever we got is good. It's just not we know Denzel can go farther. We know we, like, we know we can know we know he can go farther than just rapping well is the thing. Right. But I feel like I like I said, like I feel like my opinion, like Denzel is just really excited in his career and wants to put music out. Yeah. Like I don't think Denzel has took a break since he popped off. No, I don't believe so either. Right. He's like, not a break to like talking like a break to experience life or something. Well, I guess taboo kind of. But he he always stays like, he always stays with a feature as well. That's what I'm saying. He always stays with a feature. Yeah. Like he's not one of those artists that you ever just like a year goes by and you haven't heard anything from him. Like even if right. he doesn't put out a project, he stays with a feature. He stays with a single. He's. But he, I don't think he's taken a year off yet. No. No. Like you know how most artists will release a like album once every two years. Yeah. Like you know we're getting the Drake album this year, but his last album was 2018. Right. So. Right. 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 Yeah. Let it. I mean, but yeah, no, no. Overall, I'm not going. I would. I would never like stretch to call this a bad project at all. Oh, not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. Like I mean, even before Unlocked, if you want to count Blood In, Blood Out, because it was technically an EP. Hmm. Mm. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, uh, blood in, blood out mix. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I'm gonna say because, yeah, no, I, I'm looking through it, and I believe you're, I believe you're right. He has not taken, he has not taken a single year off since the release of Imperial. No, before that, he hasn't taken a year off since the release oh. of. No, he hasn't taken a year off. Nostalgic sixty four, twenty fourteen, uh. 32 Zell Planet Shrooms, 2015. Imperial, 2016. 13 EP, 2017. Taboo, 2018. Zoo, 2019. Blood In, Blood Out, and Unlocked. Sorry, Blood In, Blood Out was at the end of last year, but then Unlocked, 2020. Yeah, no, he hasn't taken a single year off since 2014. Right, and in, even in between that, he's got like mad, he's got mad singles out, like yeah. Psycho with Slow Tie. Yeah, mad um, singles, mad features. Right. He just doesn't stop working. <laughs> he does not. He does not. He does not. He does not. Um, but but yeah. Hey, I mean, shit. I mean, honestly, get it how you live. Honestly, I, we 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 just both don't. We both, and I think we can both agree. And we said when I say this, we both don't want to see Denzel just like put out too much music and then get burnt out. Yeah. And then and then like uh, years years past, he's still putting out music, but Taboo is still like the best thing he's ever put out. Yeah. That that's what I. That's the path I don't want is for yeah. years to keep passing, and he's so pr pressed to keep putting out music. That right, but he's young and he has the energy too. He's so. young and yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, Pop Smoke drops "Meet the Woo" too. Woo! I feel like we're on the same page with this. Where I I I really like this project, except when he got into his auto crooning bag. That was so fucking crazy. Uh, what song was it? You know, it's funny. Uh, it's funny because it didn't come out of nowhere for me. Because there was a feature on a remix earlier this year where he got kind of into that. Not as hard, but he got into similar a similar bag. It was on that uh, slide remix, the her song. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he got into that bag a little bit, but nowhere near. Prepared. 
nowhere near as hard as on some of these trucks. Like the one with uh, the one with a boogie with the hoodie. Forna, Forna. I was like, yo, what is going on with my man's pop smoke? Yeah, he was going through. I'm like, how you gonna sing over UK? I mean, how, UK drill. How you gonna sing over NYC drill, bro? Drill oh, beats, boy. yeah. Oh man, but um, me personally, uh, I think I haven't said it to you yet, but I said it to multiple people and probably on stream. Pop smoke can make the same song. And I would still listen to it, to be mm -hmm. quite honest. Yeah, and no, he th does. This is, and he does. He does. I'm happy. I'm happy. NYC Drill is probably, well, from Pop Smoke is probably my thing. Mm -hmm. um, but rest in peace. So. Rest in peace, yeah. Uh, the single, Christopher Walking, really good. War, Arm and Dangerous, yes. Invincible. Really like. <laughs> I really, li really liked uh, Dior, both the actual track and the remix with Gunna. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was good. It was good. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> he had Nav on it That's <laughs> on the deluxe version. Yeah. <laughs> the brown boy is back, and you're going to stop hating. Back, back, nappity sack, sack, sack. Nappity sack, sack, sack. In my nappity sack, sack, sack. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, Nav. All right. All right, next and we... Yeah, this next section, pretty much until we get to the end of albums, is all you. All right. If I listen to a few of these singles. Then I'm going to go Swift. Uh, next, we have Boldy James and the Alchemist drop The Price of Tea in China. Boldy mm -hmm. James, Detroit, ra Detroit rapper, The Alchemist, has been mentioned a few times on this podcast, legendary producer. And The Price of Tea in China, I believe once all these albums were listened to, said and done, Came out at like my second favorite of the year so far. Really, really, really good project. So, uh, the it, it it's it's crimey crime rap, but Boldy James just has this, just this very. I don't want to say it's, you know, I think casual is the word. A very casual delivery, where it just sounds like he's very confident and assured of the things he's saying, like. He, it makes it very easy to believe the stories he's telling about the life he's led, right? Uh, some of my some of my favorite tracks on here: Giant Slide, uh, Surf and Turf with Vince Staples, Scrape the Bull featuring Benny the Butcher, Snort featuring Freddie Gibbs, uh, Gray October for featuring Evidence. Really like Gray October. Gray October really slows it down. You can get some. You can really appreciate how good alchemist's ear for sampling is on that there's some there's a really good sample running through the entirety of gray october and it's just a really slowed down and personal track that i i really enjoyed it's kind of like a cha change of pace from just you know the general crime rap but yes bold boldy james lend an ear go listen next uh navy blue dropped ada Irin. So, Navy Blue is a rapper who's kind of in that same Earl Sweatshirt, Mavi, Overcast sort of lane. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you said Earl Sweatshirt. East has to be. Bro, East is an undefeated track. East is the best song of the decade, bro. I don't care. Of every decade. East invented music. For real? Oh. Yeah. All right. This. Uh, but like most of those people in that lane do, he, he, he really delivered with a really laid back, really well thought out, mm -hmm. kind of methodically written and very short project. It's, it's a thing with these guys is 
having really dense projects where there's a lot to pick apart, but they're like 20 minutes long. <laughs> you know? That's like just kind of <laughs> what these guys... I don't know why it's that way, but that's just what these guys do. Okay. Which, you know what? I'm not even mad at because I, f- I feel like... Maybe it takes them a long time to write each individual song if it's so packed. It, that, that's what I believe. And, like, and I feel like these songs come with a lot of erasing. Like, no, what if I said this here? That way it means this, but also it means this. Yeah, you know, stuff like most that. definitely. And I could... Yeah, but some of my favorites. Uh, sim- Life's Riddle, Simultaneously Bleeding, Crash, In Good Hands, and To Give Praise. I... I really enjoy this. If you like that Earl Sweatshirt sort of lane, you'll really enjoy this. Navy Blue also had a verse on some rap songs as well. You might know him mm. from there. Uh, next, we have Two Chains and True Drop No Face No Case. This project was fucking awful. Who does Two Chains even... I didn't even know True was a label. I just thought that was some shit he said. Uh, yeah, no, it, it is. it is a group, and... I will say Two Chains was the absolute weakest part of this project. As you can probably what? tell you can probably tell by the only two songs on here that I enjoyed and would listen to again, do not have him on it. It is wow. the production's messy and not very good. The performances are inconsistent even between the same people on like multiple tracks. It's like it does not feel like anybody involved really brought it their absolute all. I really feel like the two songs I like are carried by them having some of the only good production on the project. Especially mm. G, especially with a G Wagon. G Wagon definitely has definitely best song on the project. Definitely has the best beat on the project. I yeah. I just don't know what was. Uh, I don't know. This one needed to cook a little longer before it came out. It came out kind of sloppy and rushed feeling, and I don't see myself going back to it very often. I just. Man, I straight up, like I said, I didn't know True was even a thing. Yeah. Hmm. For good reason. <laughs> I wish it wasn't. Like, I'm trying to look for a wiki link to see me the artist. To, to let me see the artist, but I just... The can't. artists who are in True. <laughs> yeah, I I'm like, it's not easy to find, so I guess I gotta... Well, True is more of a state of mind than anything. Alright, buddy, what's the next album? <laughs> uh, next we have Brent Fias, a.k.a. the guy who sings the hook on Crew. Uh, drops mm. fuck the world uh i did this is another project i wasn't really feeling very much i just brent he was trying something different with this it was a lot of like subtle not really subtle it was a lot of self-harmonizing with very understated uh instrumentation like the the focus was definitely supposed to be his voice but his voice didn't really deliver for me and then okay. when that instrument, when the voice isn't delivering for me and the instrumentation is so subdued, then I'm kind of just left with a very forgettable project that's like. Yeah, and that's unfortunate too. Yeah. I, I really like this song, Soon As I Get Home. I don't know why, but this is kind of the one where like the, self, the subdued beat self-harmonizing kind of clicked and I think worked very well on this track. But the, okay. the rest of them... Not so much, I would say. Alright. Next, Tame Impala drops the slow rush. So we're leaving, mm-hmm. we're leaving our normal wheelhouse, because Tame Impala is one of those things outside of rap and hip-hop and R&B that I fucking love. So Wait, really? Yeah, I love Tame Impala. 
Tame okay. so Tame Impala for those who don't know is a kind of a psychedelic funk outfit from Australia who have kind of, kind of been pre, have been pretty popular uh, players in music circles for a while like people people fuck with Tame Impala right and their new project the Slow Rush is no different uh, one thing I will say just shows how enjoyable a lot of the the a lot of the music on here is is a a poor apart from like the really psychedelic vocals and really groovy and sometimes mesmerizing in, instrumentation like it bounces back and forth between just a straight like like okay this is a groove like i feel like i should be fucking <laughs> skating backwards or some shit like on like on some roll bounce shit right mm-hmm. <laughs> and like something where it's like I should be like lying in bed, looking at the ceiling, thinking about existence. Psychedelic. It's, it's really. You, you str- smoke. When, you smoke when you listen to Tame Impala. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Good. I was just asking. Yeah, but they like. Is this one of those? Oh yeah, you definitely should smoke when you listen to Tame Impala. But allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But it's <laughs> the one of the things that's really crazy about it for me is how many very long songs this project has that. They just work because they find like a good groove. They the instrumentation switches up enough throughout it that you it doesn't get stale or dull. Like I mean, there's five minute tr- like I mean five minute track, six minute track, five minute track, six minute track, five minute track, and it closes out on a set of a, a nice whopping seven minuter. Oh. And none of them feel like they overstay their welcome. Really, right. really like this project. Next, uh, Passport Gift and Parks drop No Hard Feelings 2. Uh, this is, so Parks, who, for those who don't know, he's part of the Joe Budden podcast, but professionally outside of that is a engineer and producer. Passport Gift is a rapper, and they collaborate a lot. They actually released a Christmas project uh, last you know this just past christmas that i really enjoyed as well uh but this one is called no hard feelings 2 it dropped on valentine's day and is basically an entire project of about love love lost fuck that bitch no wait i actually love you type of shit all the okay so like a journey okay yeah and all of the tracks are really short actually like that's why i didn't bother putting a favorite track on here because they're all of similar quality and they're all like a a minute long tops except for one track hits four which is kind of jarring actually because they're all like a minute maybe two and then there's just this one four minute track not even at the end like fourth to last track or something like that but yeah uh really good if you're in the mood for some relate just some relationship raps go for it uh, next, we have Young Gravy <laughs> and Baby No Money Drop, Baby Gravy 2. So, for those of you who That's don't... how you say it. Baby, it, it. baby No Money, B-B-N-O dollar sign. The guy that dropped... Uh, 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 na, 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 yeah. That song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, Young Gravy, well-known... A meme that went too far. A well-known meme rapper. But I... A well-known meme rapper who unironically occasionally will put out an actual good song. Oh, you mean like Ugly God? Interesting. Yeah, no, exactly like Ugly God. Like, exactly like Ugly God, only like, instead of trying to drop the meme shit wholeheartedly and then losing traction, like, Young Gravy kind of was like, 
Alright, I'm gonna keep making meme songs, but I'm also gonna mix some, like, actual good songs in there. And sometimes, like, it's not even on some meme shit. It's like, you can interpret it as some meme shit, but it's a good song that just happens to have really funny lyrics, right? Okay. He, that's kind of a lane he does well in. And, as the name implies, this is a sequel to their collab project that came out, I wanna say, yeah, three years ago. The Baby Gravy Whoa. EP. And that was the that was probably the first time where Young Gravy put something out where I was like, oh, he can actually like make an enjoyable song and just happen to be a funny guy making a good an actual good song, right? Unfortunately, mm. this sequel does not match up to that. Uh not a lot of great tracks on here. I really like Off the Goop featuring uh uh Kuko. Which for those who don't know, Kuko is like this uh lat is like this Latin American dream pop singer who, if you're into pop music, you should probably check out. The stuff he does isn't too shabby. Mm-hmm. There was that. There was Gasoline Part 2, which was a direct sequel to a song off of uh, off of Baby Gra- the first Baby Gravy, which but the original Gasoline is significantly better. And then there's uh, Welcome to Chili's, which is a little a little memey, but is also a pretty enjoyable song. It's it, it was just one of those things where it's like, man, because when these two, because it's in when I look at the past, it's usually when these two make a song together, is when we get Young Gravy's more actual good songs that aren't just pure memes, like a uh, Whip a Tesla off of his album from last year, is an actual good song, and that was also featuring Baby No Money. Okay. But it kind of is what it is. Uh, Check it out if you want to, if you want to have a good laugh. Because even the bad songs are kind of funny. If you want a good laugh, check it out. But nothing crazy outside of that. Next, we have Vinny Paz drops As Above, So Below. And it's funny that we, I was literally last pod, I was talking about how, huh, I really like Vinny Paz's features. I should listen to a full Vinny Paz project. And then he dropped one. Yeah, speaking into existence. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm a, somebody's going to leave a, a blank check on my doorstep. <laughs> but yeah, this whole this entire thing is just hard-hitting instrumentals and in end-to-end bars. All like, right. This man Venny Paz can rap. The entire time he's just rapping his ass off. It's like and it's kind of like the, the, the whole lion roar start of an MGM movie line I was talking about, where he gets kind of goes places with cer- certain punch lines that just made me, you know, I had to stink face up and rewind. Because it was like the hollows leave, leave you full of blood clots like an islander. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, wait. <laughs> and he paused. Wait. This man was rapping his ass off. Like, and here's the thing. It's very similar to Pop Smoke in that Vinnie Paz, he was making the same song with different instrumentals, most definitely. A little more varied because, like, it, Drill is a little bit more repetitive of a production style. Yeah, just that that's just the nature of Drill, right? But as far as, like, sonically, Vinnie Paz was pretty much making the same song repeatedly, and I loved it because it was just dense with bars. It's like, okay... Like, fuck the song. This is just a delivery method for stank-facing lyrics. <laughs> Not bad. I'm looking at him right now. Vincenzo Luvineri. Yeah, that's, oh, man, that's, Re- that's Reno's boy. That's my man. <laughs> I was about to say. That's, Reno. that's, the, that's Cousin Vinny. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Al yeah. formerly known as Icon the Verbal Hologram. Okay. Okay. I don't see that one. I did not know about that. <laughs> Icon uh, the well. Verbal. The way I knew this man was familiar, or at least it seemed familiar. Uh-huh. Not Icon the Verbal Hologram, maybe, but uh, the group Jedi Mind Tricks. Yeah, he was a part I don't of Jedi. Why. He was part yeah, of Jedi I Mind heard Tricks. That name. I just like. I've heard that name in like music before, but like I wrote it off because you know I thought it was a meme. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Vinny familiar. Vinny is doing. He 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 fucking did that. That one Not of my bad. favorite projects of the year so far. Next is something the complete opposite of fucking bars. We have Fetty Wap with Trap and B. Yeah, baby. Go ahead. Now, honestly, for a Fetty Wap project oh, in 2020. <laughs> It's not that bad. I wasn't right. mad at it. I really wasn't mad at it. He he did he took the name very seriously and tried to dip into more R and B E vibes on a lot of tracks. And he really only went full yeah baby Fetty Wap on like two songs. Really? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, favorite tracks over here, reasons, questions, teach me. Again, if you want to hear a little a little, 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 little bit of ro- romance, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of romantic stylings of our favorite Cyclops. Hit it up. <laughs> Stop! He's got glaucoma. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, you can't call niggas with one eye. So- you know what? Go ahead. <laughs> next, we have Suicide Boys drop Stop Shit Staring at the Shadows. This is the first Suicide Boys project I had li- I've listened to since they first burst out on the scene. Wasn't really a fan there. Was curious to, to see how they've developed down the line the answer is they didn't they're I heard, yeah i heard this shit was awful it's fucking atrocious <laughs> i heard this shit was some duke it actually like, some something has finally like knocked eminem off the bottom of the list <laughs> this, i know i know it's fun when we make fun of eminem but this was just awful 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 and then last we have a boogie with the hoodie dropping artist 2.0 I actually, I actually missed this one. I think this one, this one would have been something I should have listened to, but I just didn't. It was a boogie, a boogie. There's yeah. not, there's really not a lot to say about a boogie. He know, you he either ha- gonna like him or you just not. He has a lane. He stays in it. A boogie is not an artist I go to to see. Oh, I wonder how he's evolved this project. I wonder how, he, <laughs> wonder how he's switching up <laughs> the <laughs> game. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I couldn't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Whoo. That was a lot of albums. Now we got a lot of singles. Big albums. Let's oh. go. Big singles. And I'm mad <laughs> this first one is on here. You know I have to, you know that I am We gotta talk about it though. I am we a space I am a Space again. Ghost Perp documentarian. <laughs> you in charge of the Space Ghost Perp documentary? Yes. You know, uh where where are you, where are you gonna put it out at? World Star? Yes. <laughs> Alrighty, so what do you drop? Read the name of this single, please. So Space Ghost Perp drops his new single, Billy Eilish Sucked My Dick Last Night in 2020. Now fucking lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm not going to <laughs> No. <laughs> no, 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 no. The song's awful. But I just want to talk about this title. I feel like the reason why it's called In 2020 is to make sure. That she's 18! <laughs> Make sure that the people knew <laughs> that when Billy Eilish sucked his dick, it was a legal act. So all we know, so when did this single come out? Was this last week? Yes. So we know for a fact that this man got his dick sucked by Billy Eilish 
from January from January first to last week. So like, do you think it was like after the Oscars or something? You think Space Ghost Perp went to the Oscars? I don't think so, and I also don't think that this is a true statement. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> but this this song is just horrible. The hook is literally like like Billy Eilish sucked my dick, freaky ass white bitch. I'm like, ah. Oh, nice. Maybe Billy Eilish just equals white girl. You know, you know, maybe. Oh, he remixed it. We didn't even think about that. See so you know what I'm saying? You gotta open your mind up. Now we can start calling cocaine Billy. I forgot that Space Ghost Perp was the lyricist of our generation. You really, you really slipping, bro. I, I fucked up. <laughs> he gonna come and smoke you, man. He, he gonna might. come through. Actually, no, he's just gonna talk shit about you on the internet. He's gonna go on a 40-minute long rant about me like he did Denzel. Yeah, he, he didn't even be drinking Henny. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even the Henny Messiah. <laughs> For real. Oh, man. Uh, next, we have Royster59 dropped. The last single off of this is, was the is the last single because the project comes out uh tonight at time of recording, mm. which I'm really looking forward to. The whole thing is actually out right now on YouTube. He just posted it early, but I'm gonna just wait because I got other shit to do. Yeah. Anyway, the song is upside down featuring Benny the Butcher and Ashley Sorrell. Yeah. And oh, I'm so excited for this project. It is bars. It is bars, except. For the very beginning of the song. There are some issues with the beginning of the song. Because I know what Royce was trying to do with this. He, he go, does this scheme. And I know what he was trying to do. But it ended up sounding really stupid. Mm, because damn. the beginning of his verse is. Why the gay niggas trying to fuck the straight niggas. That's trying to fuck the gay bitches that look just like the straight niggas. While the straight niggas that the gay bitches trying to look just like. Trying to look like the gay niggas. I must look like the grave digger. Nigga, what? <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> just be quiet. Please. After we get past the, whatever the fuck that was. It's a bar. It's a bars ass barsy song. Yes. Okay. That's fine. I'm completely okay with that. Yeah. That shit, what? I was just like, yeah. I was really trying to follow it. I'm like, stop. Be quiet. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, a lot of a lot of talk about the, you know, things Royce usually talks about. A lot of talk about the music industry not being like these other rappers and uh, just general social topics about racism. Uh, one... One of the one of my favorite like parts of this where he's talking about like kind of like casualized racism is he says Bill Ma Bill Mayer uses the term nigga so loosely because truthfully he knows that he be using it on the DL. Louis C.K. knows he can use it in front of a pookie, but knows damn well he wouldn't use it in front of DL. Who's uh, who's pookie? Well, oh, yeah. Wait. Well, uh, well, well, a pookie is yeah, you know, kind of. I've heard pookie used interchangeably with a coon. Okay, gotcha. I I did. I was not aware. Yeah. I will now start calling. Oh wait, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. Apparently it was. Oh, Spooky is a person. Yeah. Apparently it was specifically in reference to Chris Rock because him and Louis C.K. are friends, and Louis C.K. says nigga all the time in his stand up. Uh, okay. Yeah. It was a reference. Oh yeah, it was because he played a uh, Pookie in New Jack City. That's what. I, okay, I was like, that sounds like a person. Yeah, and D.L. as in D.L. Hughley. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Would, it really good, and then Benny. Uh, ben, Benny comes out and goes uh, kind of crazy. 
<laughs> kind of crazy, kind of, kind of. He went kind of dummy there, buddy. Of, of course, we fell in, sold a brick wider than Tolery Spellin. Ooh, that's kind of heat, though. Yeah, looking forward to this project. Looking for the rest of it. I like how I looked at the track list now that the whole thing's come out on YouTube, and every member of Griselda is featured on one of the songs. Yeah. West Side Guns on Overcomer, which was a single. Benny's on this song, which was a single, and then Conway's on another song that's on the album proper. Does Joe Budden have a feature? No, Joe doesn't rap anymore, no matter how many times Royce tells him to. I know, right? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm predicting that he's going to make a comeback next year. He's he going to drop something. He's going to. He's going to drop something. Well, he said he would come out of retirement to give his son a verse, and that's about it. Well, that's fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, Lil Tecca drops IDK. I didn't listen to this song. I listened to it, um, and it's actually, I only put it on here because it's related to my song of the, uh, what's the name, uh, my song of the week, okay. but um, yeah, Lil Tega dropped a single, it's got like some sort of like spanish e vibe, like there's like a Spanish guitar in the back, I think, mm-hmm. uh, but it's another Lil Tega song, this one's not going to pop though, but yeah. I like it. So. Shout out to Young Brace Face. <laughs> Next, we have Tor- Torrance Lanes. Torrance Lanes with an S, mind yes. you. With an S. <laughs> Drops a broke in a minute. I like it when Tori gets into his rapping bag. Yes, I like it better than his auto-tune bag. I really do. A lot better. Like when, I like his voice. I do. Like, when he was going back and forth with Joyner Lucas, that's the most I've ever enjoyed Tori's, Tori Lane's music. When he was going back and forth in that rap beef with, Tori, with uh, Joyner. Most yeah. I've ever yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, oh no, I remember. Yeah, like, Tori, Tori is not bad at getting in his rapping bag. It's not like he's, like... A rapper's rapper he's barring him up or anything but he has a good voice he he sticks he's got to, good delivery yeah. he has good delivery exactly he sticks to the rapper subject matter and it sounds good yeah yeah next uh trippy redford and sex drop yellow uh this one was pretty good i mean well good it, well i mean hey, I, I didn't like it song. i didn't like it but you know that's fair I was just I liked I really liked the uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that little cadence right there had me going. Was... <laughs> All right, next we have Nicki Minaj drops Yikes. Yeah, I like this one. I I, yeah. I think I've been told y'all I'm a bar. Like after that, uh, after she did the uh, interview with Joe Button on the podcast, uh-huh. I was like, I am definitely a bar. I. <laughs> I have nothing wrong with Nicki Minaj. I think it was a perfectly like serviceable Nicki Minaj track. Pretty standard. Absolutely. Pretty mm-hmm. standard. All right. Next, we have Blueface and DaBaby drop Obama. This one was just uh, something presidents like Obama. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, DaBaby also dropped a song last week called "Shut Up," but yeah. just to make you make just to make you aware, I didn't listen to it. I haven't I, listened. To it. I did not listen to it either. I listened to Obama because it was on the docket. True. It's uh yeah it's ne- <laughs> next. Yeah. IDK. Uh, oh, I think you missed one. Uh, the Meek Mill and Justin Timberlake joint. Oh yeah, sorry. They dropped "Believe." That you know, I'm not mad at it. I mean, I thought the yeah, the J yeah. the JT hook was kind of corny, but Meek did his thing. JT can come to the cookout. Yeah. We've been said this. Yeah. Like, ever since he dropped uh, Future Sex Love Sounds, he yeah. come to the cookout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> mad at him. Okay, now, oh, go ahead. on Valentine's Day, IDK dropped his cover of Just Friends. So, for those who don't know, IDK, PG rapper, really, re- really, really good, uh, has been growing in popularity slowly over the years. Slowly. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. Uh, I'd say his first real big hit was... 
as far as like critical acclaim goes was his 2017 album i was very bad that was that was really good and then also his album from last year is he real was also very good project full of bangers so that's why it was really nice to see him kind of drop that and he straight up said it himself he was like i do this to like test my own musical ability like limitations where this is an entirely sung track no rapping it is straight up a cover of music so child's just friends and it's pretty mm-hmm. good it's only on youtube it's not coming to streaming because like they need to have to actually deal with licensing for the song and shit but it's pretty good not bad not bad i ain't mad at it next cousin stiz drops the drops a perfect remix featuring doja cat and bia and i'm actually really happy that this song exists because i really liked cousin stiz's album from last year uh uh, trying to find my next thrill which the song perfect was from and i really liked perfect until the halfway point when the city girls came in not because i'm on my toxic masculinity shit where i can't hear. no because you hate women yeah it's (laughs) i forgot i forgot i hate women but no it's because i don't think the city girls are very good and doja what and doja cat can actually rap so this was a perfect substitution for me Except for the part where Doja Cat spit that Fortnite bar. I did not need that. I didn't even... I haven't listened to it. Now I'm going to go back and listen to it so I can hear that bar. Yeah. No, no, no. Outside of that bar, perfectly good song. Like, the song was always good until the City Girl started. But now I just have a version of it that's good minute minute zero to minute end, you know? Yeah. Next, uh, I did not listen to Justin Bieber's album because fucking lol, who do I look like? But... <laughs> I did listen to the song Running o- Running Over featuring Ski Mask the Slump God. Ski's verse did not make it onto the album. Uh, it was replaced with a Lil Dicky verse. That was awful. That's I, so fucking trash. I listened to them both for comparison. That Dicky verse sucks. Like most of Lil Dicky's verses. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, the Ski Mask, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber's is whatever. But that Ski Mask verse is really good. Justin's camp claims that his verse wasn't done in time, even though, and then like all of Ski's camp pulled up the receipts. Like, no, you bastard! You just replaced me with Cracker Appeal. Mm, okay, sucks. Wow. Uh, Kodak Black drops because of you. From jail. Song is fucking awful. <laughs> it was from jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next. We have Code of the Friend drops her. Code of the Friend, uh, really, really dope rapper who has been gaining a lot of traction recently, especially after his album from last year, Photo, and his album from this year, Lyrics to Go, Volume 1. Uh, and this single is actually not technically new music. It's part. He has this like, Lyrics to Go series where it's weird because the Lyrics to Go album was mostly new tracks. But he also has this Lyrics to Go series he does on YouTube where he'll just do like a little minute song. And this was originally like a four-parter that was like her part one, her part two, etc. And this is just the entire thing condensed into one track. And I'm, I was surprised to see how well it actually like flowed together. And yeah. it's, it's a really good track. Code of, the Friend, Code of the Friend is one of my favorite new artists. I hope he keeps gaining more and more traction. I like I like the shit he talks. He, sh- he talks very like grown he's a young dude who's talking a lot of grown man responsible shit like bro that song retirement plan off of uh off of lyrics to go volume one 
is one of my favorite songs of the year so far. Really? All right. Like, I mean, he he's just talking that shit, and it and it's you know it's very I guess it's a lot of it's really similar to like a lot of his own a lot of the own your own shit stuff that a lot of artists talk, but the way that he presents it is so genu- genuine. Like he presents it from a family stance. It's like, ah. like I think you know, like in retirement plan, he was like, in 2020, my son's coming to all of my label meetings, and I'm gonna teach him all the terms. He's only three, and he's gonna be like, Dad, what's perpetuity? Oh, that means they're trying to take all of my money and make your daddy a slave and take away all your toys. All right, next, second generation woo drops their second song ever, new generation. And this was a lot better than their debut track, I will say. All right. I I think it's because the debut track was just screaming, hey, hey, if you don't get it, our dads were in Wu-Tang Clan. Hey. But this one was them kind of doing their own thing, so I wasn't mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, next, Snow Allegra drops Woe Remix featuring Pharrell Williams. Uh, this was not the Pharrell feature I needed on, a, on the remix of this track. As was, I think, the major opinion. Like I did, like, I needed a Pharrell singing feature on this track, not a rapping feature. Yeah, oh, whatever. Uh, so, Thundercat drops the second single off of his upcoming album, and this track is entitled "Dragon Ball Do Rag." So, Dragon Ball Do Rag. Yeah, I still don't know who Thundercat is. You okay? So, Thundercat is a pretty prolific bass player slash uh, singer. And, and his album Drunk from uh, 2017 is one of my favorites of that year. It's a really fucking good project. And you probably you probably recognize his bass lines more than uh, you'd recognize him because I'm pretty sure outside of Drunk, he has like two other projects. Yeah. He had like a 2011, a 2016, and a 2017 project and then nothing until this upcoming one. But he always yeah. stayed with work because, I mean, his, his base work is immaculate. Like, most of the base work on, uh, on like, on, like, a lot of hip-hop tracks are him. Like, he did pretty much all of the base work on, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, for example. Ah, uh, okay. And it, you know, this track, I would, it's not a very high, I wouldn't rank it very highly in, uh, I wouldn't rank it very highly in the songs he has put out mostly because like it, it I mean it's still like the same like groovy like very high pitched singing that he's known for and loved for but I I just don't think he I don't know I, I think he got a little too silly with this one you know with the with the hook of baby how I look in my durag like he gets mm. a, yeah he gets a it's a little silly <laughs> it's a little silly but yeah, I, I'm not mad at the track I'm not mad at it at all and then finally rounding it all out The Weeknd drops the I believe second single off of his upcoming album and it's titled After Hours and I'll tell you what The Weeknd looking a little uh, a little less toxic less toxic oh this, <laughs> this track was this track sounded a lot like those uh, future leaks about with the songs about Lori Harvey Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Like the weekend really went from "I'm what a bitch needs" to "I need you." 
I don't know. He kind of went right back. I didn't. I couldn't. Uh, I didn't place it on the toxic on the on the toxic on the docket. But that uh, the life is good remix. <laughs> but he pretty much he pretty much snatched Drake's verse off and put it on his own on that on that beat. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. That shit was toxic. If you want to hear a toxic song. Oh yeah, but yeah, no, like. But yeah, no, like the weekend. This song is very much, uh, very much a. I fucked up. Where are you when I need you? I need you. I'm sorry I broke your heart. Please. 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 <laughs> please, madam. Just take me back. From I'm what a bitch wants to please. No, sorry. I'm what a bitch needs. <laughs> needs. That's toxic. To please. Please. What you, what you please. Needs? Yeah. Video games. Let's get it. Let's get it. <sighs> All right. So you put this one in here. Yeah, because I found out that uh, Faker now owns part of uh, T1. Uh, T1 being a League of Legends, um, well, not League of Legends, an esports organization. Very, very good esports organization, I think. And Faker, who's like a really good league he's a player. League man. Like, he's like one of, he is the league player pretty yeah, much. Yeah, he's the league man. Everyone knows Faker if you play league. And now he, and he's sponsored by T1, so now he owns part of T1. Um, pretty much like in his, I think it was like in his three-year contract. I don't have the uh, news on me right now, but within his three-year contract, he now owns part of T1. So it seems like he's kind of making smart money moves in this esports business, mm -hmm. which is very, very good. And I would definitely like to see more of that. Of course, no, no, own own the shit you're a part of. Don't just be a yes. pawn. Don't don't just go into esports and then get mad at people who don't take video games seriously, like Ninja. Right. That was funny. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> You're a bad person if you ever say it's just a game. You've already lost. You've lost twice. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, shut the hell up. You play Fortnite, nigga, the most casual game on earth. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the ironic part. It isn't like he's like a fucking StarCraft 2 player or some shit, and he's like, no, it's never just a loss. You're playing fucking Fortnite. You're playing the flossing Banana Man game. <laughs> banana man <laughs> like you're playing that game you don't get to go on the rant where you can play compare yourself to lebron yeah like calm down <sighs> and ninja's just a doofus anyway he just he knows nothing about sports but really wants to give sports takes He's a weenie. He's like, just a dude. Like a you, whole ass dude. Like when he says try when he said like try telling LeBron it's just a game. Well, LeBron is making millions off of his game. I It's not right, off his wins and losses like like, you know? like me, the average Joe Schmo playing Fortnite. I I don't think it's a toxic mentality for me to go, "Oh well, lost, just a game." Yeah. But hey. But hey, who knows? I digress. Maybe, I don't know. He's really passionate about the shit, so who knows? Who knows? Now let's talk about something important. The goddess is here. I saw the announcement earlier today, or like a couple earlier this week, I think, and the goddess is back. Yes, sir. The queen is back. Yes, sir. The Chef, queen is back. Chefing up with a milf or two. Yeah. Cooking in mama. The kitchen whipping water with the water whipping the water whipping dishes. Quarter oh, brick, man. half a brick, whole brick. Hey! Cooking mama is back. We're about to we're about to cook cocaine. We are about to get it cracking. I'm so happy. <laughs> Cooking Mama is getting a new installment in the series. It's coming to the Switch. 
Get ready to and get ready and to. And is a six DLC character for Smash Brothers. Ooh. Don't tell anyone I said that. <laughs> get ready to break your fucking wrist. All right, we cook. I know I will. Yep. Wrist, wrist, wrist. Fuck a fuck a pro controller. I got Joy Con. Wrist, 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 wrist. Next, uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot Battle of Gods DLC leaks. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad it's getting more content than just the story. <laughs> Will I will I buy the season pass? No, not yet. I'll wait till all of it comes out. Yeah, of course. But um, you know, I like my experience. Like I said on the last podcast, I've liked my experience with Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. For it's sure, it's fun. It's simple. Um, you know, and the set pieces are great. So, yeah. are you an Animal Crossing player? Uh, slightly yes. Okay. I would say yes, but not to the point where everyone else is. Okay, because I'm I'm not at all. So I just watched the direct and went, oh, that looks like Animal Crossing to me. Those changes. No, yeah, no, same. And the, I'm a player, but people are going off about the shit because everything looks so cute and like he, they streamlined a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah, like I mean that room decoration shit seemed neat, where you can basically put your perspective at any of the walls so that or yeah. ceiling so that you can like accurately see what you're decorating and move things easily. That sounds nice. Also, right. they... um, so for those uh, for those who don't know, the Animal Crossing Direct came out today, as yeah. of we're recording this, yeah. February twentieth, yeah. and um, it's coming out next month, March twentieth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so literally a month from now, and they put out a nice little twenty five minute presentation on what you can do on the islands, and you can go ahead and say your next point. There, I'm gonna say there's literally only one thing that's important. Yeah, no, this is the best part of the direct by far. The nigga hair is going stupid. Ah, finally, that black bo- hair. There were some nigga hairstyles in that direct. Finally, a black hair. Finally, black hair in a Japanese game. That's all. No, there <laughs> were some negro hairstyles. Yes, I saw the naps. Oh my god, those bro. naps were rendered delicately. Yes, very smooth naps. But I think uh, among the other stuff you can do with Animal Crossing, there's uh, like there's construction, so you can make pathways and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. You can there's like a workbench type beat. Look at please look it up for yourself. I don't want to misdo it any justice. What? But everything looks cute. I'm definitely picking up the game day one, and I'm gonna have to hire an interior designer because I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do because I suck at designing shit in Animal Crossing. Yo, honestly, one thing that I that was kind of interesting to me about the directors when they mentioned that the game comes out in spring, so the cherry blossoms will be out soon. It's like, huh, a game like this, like, outside of, like, you know, fiscal quarters and shit, it actually really matters when it comes out. Yeah. Because it affects oh, yeah. what people are going to be seeing for the, like, launch. Yeah, and you can pick, like, your northern hemisphere, your southern hemisphere. That shit's clean. Yeah. Was That's that not clean. a thing previously? No. Huh. That seemed like a note that... I mean, I saw, I saw that. I mean, in let's direct. think about it. The, let's think about it. The 3DS and the and the and the uh, DS and the Wii and the GameCube and the three in the uh, N64 and shit. Yeah, maybe maybe on the Wii, but like, well, I mean, uh, it doesn't necessarily. It goes off of the system. Oh no, it goes off time. Yeah, you're right. Mm, so, yeah, uh, mm. so that, yeah, I don't. It seemed it, that seemed like a no brainer. I just kind of always assumed that was a thing. Mm-mm, nope. Weird. They at least they made it specific, like. They specifically said, uh, hey, you know, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it could have been a thing, but they specifically pointed it out this time, so I feel like it's not. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Next. Y'all want to talk about the sick 
Still? We're still talking about the sick? Yeah. Sony pulls but, out a PAX East for fears of coronavirus. <laughs> where's PAX East? Uh, Boston, I believe. What? I, guess, I mean, I guess a lot of people serious? packed into a, a con space. <laughs> when, when is PAX East? <laughs> what? Next, what? <laughs> next month, I believe. What? Are you kidding me? There's no way. No, they didn't. They don't have shit to show. <laughs> Get out of here. You can't lie to me, Sony. We use the Chinese as cover for a lack of content. Right. For... <laughs> Yo. Get the fuck out of here, Sony. Uh, that's great. I like that. Uh, ne- these next two I only included because I think they're interesting from a... This is very interesting. Uh, so first, The Witcher 3 adds cross-save support between Switch and PC versions of the game. And secondly, nice. cross-platform parties are coming to the console versions of PUBG in the next update. I find both these interesting because I, I really am digging the no-borders, no-walls feature, fu- sorry, rather future, that uh, we're getting into with gaming. Yes, where, yes, please. Like, and also, like... Like, it just means like it's just so easy now yeah. to like I feel like that you can do it. Like I wish I wish that I could stop playing Dragon Quest on my PS4 and finish it on my PC. I wish I could do that. Yeah. Or like even with the the uh, cross platform parties, I find really interesting because I mean cross platform play over the past year has become pretty standard, right? Between the various consoles, but you still had to use Discord or some shit. You couldn't use the you know the the in system party. And even if it's game-to-game parties, like, that's still nice as opposed to having to b- load up a whole other thing in order to talk to your niggas right. if you're playing cross-platform. It's just one last thing. Absolutely. Which is dope. So, good on them. Next. Mm-hmm. Oh, no! It's the end of the world, Trev. I know. My career is over. The Smash I'm Fighters Pass... Really the Smash Fighters Pass 2. It's the end of content for the game. Fuck! Nah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I hate this game. No, I don't. There were people but, who were uh, disappointed, and I don't see how you can be. Oh no, the game that had seventy fucking characters. The game that had seventy characters at launch and is gonna have almost ninety by the time it's all said and done. Shit, it might uh, be fucking a hundred. Oh no, 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 no. Oh no, we're only getting ninety characters. Oh, yeah, no. everyone shut the hell up. This is Mugen. <laughs> shut the fuck up. If you want more characters, go play Mugen. Like people like people used to like Smash Ultimate has defeated M- Marvel 2's crown of literally just being Mugen. <laughs> like come on. Like quit complaining. Pick up your GameCube controller and keep playing the damn game. Cuz you're going to, you cuck. <laughs> fuck it. Sok- you know I will. You're I still go- haven't bought my uh, Fighters Pass too. But- You're gonna let Sakurai fuck your wife too, huh? Yeah, fucking cuck. Fucking beta male, fucking fucking lib liberal liberal beta male <laughs> cuck. <laughs> Disgusting. Sickening. <laughs> I spit on the. <laughs> All right. This next one is pretty interesting. Bioware announces they are rebuilding Anthem from the ground up. This is so, this sounds so stupid. The game will continue having events and updates until its redesigned game is ready to launch slash be revealed. So they're basically making a whole nother game to fix Anthem 
and they're like, oh, right, keep playing the shit game. We're going to put out a better game later. <laughs> this is like, uh, this is like fucking. This is the um, biggest no IOU Scott. in gaming history. <laughs> Bigger than No Man's Sky? Uh, probably not. But No Man's Sky, they just kind of shut up about it. So it wasn't really an That's IOU. True. They just eventually That's made the game true. good. This is like straight up, please keep playing this game and supporting these new events. We're working on a better game to replace it. We're just gonna, listen, we're just pretty much making Anthem 2, but just putting it in Anthem. Please, I swear we're sorry. We're not gonna make you buy it again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Please, please, Mr. EA, not the cage. <laughs> not the cage. Not the dark. Oh, man. I mean, good on them on for doing something about it instead of just saying, well, this is a loss and leaving their game shit. <sighs> Next. The recently announced deal between Activision Blizzard and Google to bring their esports to YouTube for exclusive streaming is now confirmed to be valued at, at uh, $160 million over the next three years. Um, so, so, pro Call of Duty and oh, okay. Overwatch League and shit. Or will be YouTube oh, that's exclusive. Going to YouTube. Yeah, YouTube exclusive. No oh, more Twitch. Oh, that's 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 a banger. Yeah, that's a banger. For that's sure. That's a banger. For sure. That's that. You always see. You're always gonna see it on the front fucking page of YouTube. Those are big boy moves. Those are big moves. Yeah. Uh, corporations doing corporate things. Good on them. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cyberpunk 2077 will be GeForce Now enabled. This one was interesting cool. to me because technically the way GeForce Now works, NVIDIA could technically never ask anybody for permission. Because it's not like they're selling their games. But Oh, yeah, you're just streaming them to your phone yeah. from your PC. Yeah, it, but I guess I think it's a nice precedent for them to set that they're actually getting permission, even though technically I don't think they would need to in order to make it happen. It's probably something they have to do maybe to the game itself in the code somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. But who knows? Who knows? All right, we got some Atlas stories. Yeah, and they're not Shin Megami Tensei Five, so... So shut up, dorks. <laughs> Next. A, homof a homophobic joke is going to be removed from P5 Royals Western release. Gamers TM proceed to shit the bed. It's 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 censorship. It's it's uh, it's obstruction of art. Oh my gosh! Shut the fuck up. What even? What joke was it? I don't know. Maybe it's a joke that's only in royal. I I don't know. I didn't BP five, so I don't remember it. I wouldn't know. But from the way the articles were worded, it was apparently a joke that's only in royal, or a line of dialogue. But no, he doesn't call him a queer. How am I supposed to enjoy the video? He's fucking idiots. Oh my. This is the fucking Cthulhu um, thing all over again, where it's like we're addressing that, we're, we're addressing that uh, Lovecraft was a huge fucking racist, and then everybody's like, "Whoa, that's obstruction of art, man! You can't yeah, address that he's a racist and then remove some of the racist shit, man." Um, here it is. Uh, uh, she said, Atlas Communications Manager Ari Avendikula. Talked to IGN at a Royal P5 Royale hands-on event where they asked about the original fan response to the insensitive scenes and if anything was being done in the re-release. Uh, at Vinacula, 
explained the dialogue and a number of scenes will be changed based on poor reception from the original release. He specifically called out two scenes in which Ryuji first meets to the first meets the two characters and a subsequent beach scene later in the game, both of which have been criticized for making the two characters sexually aggressive towards a minor and portraying the homosexual men as intentionally ridiculous for the sake of a joke. Ryuji's response to them was also criticized for being equally aggressive and insensitive. Okay. So I, I don't remember that at all, but I mean, if it's homophobic, take you, it out. You want to hear the funny thing? It's the fact you don't remember it. And people are, so think about it. We're talking about an 100 plus hour game and people are saying boycott it, it's ruined because one gay joke in an 100 plus hour game is being removed. Right, like, and it probably had nothing to do, it was, one was at a beach scene. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give a, don't give a fuck about the beach scene. Uh, weeaboos. Uh... Oh. Like I'm, I'm so it's and it's always the weebs. I'm so tired of the fucking weebs going. Huh? This 14 year old girl has a, an undershirt on, so I can't stare at her cleavage anymore. Censorship. Shut the fuck up. I remember the time I told you I got called the uh, N word hard R because I told people in the Discord that uh, censorship in Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp FE wasn't that bad. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They're so aggressive over anime titties. Uh, it was like it's it's not art it's not the creator's original vision i'm like it's like a fucking crew and guess what all of that is the creators had to agree to censor it and guess what they could have literally pulled out all of literally literally all of this is just a mask for i want to look at titties but i can't anymore and i'm mad right and they're like 14 yeah come on let's all let's all get let's all go let's all not do this put your dick away and be a better person right Facts. And Tell him, King. Next, uh, we have Atlas reveals the P5 scramble content creation guidelines. And just like the P5 rules, they essentially boil down to don't make fucking content. <laughs> See, the P5 rules were a little bit less strict because you could actually like do some of this shit. Yeah. And it was like, oh, just don't stream after et cetera day. Yeah. We don't want spoilers. And then like when the game had a little bit more time, it was like, all right, cool. Which... In the 21st century... Is dumb. We, and this is something we gotta start. Okay, read the rules and then I'll get into my point. I'll get into my point. So, the rules are uploading screenshots or video requires you to, to use the console's own capture and share function so that they can control Basically. what you can share. Because, <laughs> like, there are people who are arguing... Basically, you can't fucking stream the game. Yeah, unless because you, 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 you can't... Because you can't use a capture card and because you can't use a capture card... For those of you who don't know, the built-in streaming on consoles has what are called block scenes where the dev can just program in what you are and aren't allowed to screen stream. Yeah. And for P in P5's case, uh, that just that boiled down to any cutscene was a block scene. Any anime cutscene. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh what else was there? There was um and I don't and the Nintendo Switch doesn't have a streaming thing. Yeah. So it's on PS4 and Switch, so like So you, you no switch content. No, yeah, come on. Uh <laughs> so if you're showing an event scene or story scene, you must clearly mention that there is a spoiler. Yeah, that totally won't ruin the flow of a Let's Play. Have every five minutes having to go, SPOILERS! This is so terrible. And I bet the game doesn't even let you know what's technically an event scene or a story scene. Because who the fuck would know? Yeah. Like, if I'm playing the video game, it's all a goddamn story scene, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Uh, uh, all footage and screenshots should also show... <laughs> copyright Atlas, copyright so Sega, stupid. copyright Koei Tecmo, games all rights reserved. So remember, edit that into your to your Let's Play people, and the whole time it needs to stay on screen. 
Uh, do not fair. do not upload music for the sake of listening to the music, which is fair, I guess. Uh, Are you gonna make the music legally available to stream and purchase? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, something we also gotta start. We need. I'll get on that. Keep going. Uploading gameplay to sites that require a paid subscription to browse is counted as using gameplay for monetary purposes, which okay, which fair, but it I feel like that <laughs> could get fucking stream to fucking camversity.com or OnlyFans. I only Yo, stream. I'm playing Persona on the OnlyFans, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, if you're a Patreon content creator and you want to have a bonus like episode, can't be Persona Scramble. Oh, yep. Nope. <laughs> do not use gameplay footage to slander other people don't stream and call another streamer a bitch yeah <laughs> if atlas tells you to remove the video remove the video <laughs> that's the weirdest rule <laughs> like that just makes fucking sense <laughs> you don't even have to put that there videos that atlas d de- and this is the really fucking messy one that's the shitty part videos atlas deems are unacceptable will be deleted what does unacceptable mean? And also, queries may or may not be answered by Atlas. <laughs> what does unacceptable mean? Yes. If you say this is unacceptable, can I appeal it? No. because What do you mean, what's, what, mean what is unacceptable? Because the next one is <laughs> queries into this matter may or may not be answered. Right, like... <laughs> what does unacceptable mean? Fuck you! All right. <laughs> I guess. Also, oh, if streaming God. leads to monetary loss... We will not compensate you. Yeah, basically, if they copyright claim your shit. And no endgame content allowed. Which, okay. remember, Scramble is a Musou game. And for those of you who don't know the like about the Musou genre... The game. I'm about to say, for those of you who don't know about the Musou genre, i.e., you know, stuff like Hyrule Warriors, uh, Dynasty Warriors, shit like that, the entire genre is endgame. That's all it fucking is. Yeah, because, like, you beat the story, and then you keep going to do, like, the special shit. Yeah. Like, get the challenge. There's challenges or some shit. Yeah. Or like, do it with a different character. Like, all of the replay value in that game is endgame, so... Yeah. Most of the content in Musou games is endgame. So, don't stream most of it. Yeah. Um. So, what I wanted to talk about is that we got the... And I don't know if this is just Atlas being, you know not in tune but we gotta start we gotta start getting some younger people to sit at the table and fix some of this shit yeah because this is ridiculous people they this these companies this company atlas has to realize like hey people are gonna stream your game it's gonna happen like maybe put a little bit of rules in place like okay the block scenes whatever but like uh, this is just excessive Mm -hmm. like honestly like um Having the footage and screenshots, so copyright Atlas, copyright Sega, copyright Koei Tecmo games, that's extreme. That wasn't on Persona 5. That wasn't on Persona 5. No. That's extreme. Uh, the showing event scenes or story scenes, you must clearly mention that there are spoilers. I guess in my stream title, I could put spoilers. So I'm technically mentioning that there are spoilers. Right. But like, it's all, it's all like, this isn't, we have to, you have to dead the notion that people, like, that spoilers ruin the game for people. Or, or that uh I mean they do but like Or that let I mean, or that or that let's plays are equal lost sales when oftentimes they can right. be the exact they're the exact opposite. Exact opposite. Not even and, and it's like 
we have to you have to dead that mindset like you're gonna if i'm streaming your game more people are gonna want to play and get it i've heard too many stories of like people saying oh i bought this game because i saw etc play it like for example mm -hmm. i bought the walking dead series all three because berlizzi was playing it yeah like come on or do you rem do you uh you remember metal wolf chaos no so oh, metal that sounds like a nut yeah metal wolf chaos is a game that got a new director's edition released in the modern era and it was literally only popularized because a group of let's players played it see it's like shit like that like they're they have to, you know how yakuza is like the biggest thing in the world in the west ever since they started actually localizing the games yeah the literally people on the localization team directly accredited uh what was it the super best friends that let's play group uh... because they did a yakuza 4 let's play and that like literally just them doing that made enough interest for yakuza to come to the west like they are at least like yeah they are like they like people who work on the translation straight up said oh yeah those guys same with metal wolf chaos they were like oh yeah the, when those guys played it we knew that people gave a shit yeah it's just like it's like bro like you gotta it's it's nuts how they continue to think this stuff and like and also the one thing that we gotta fix is uh um, BGM, like background music, like uh, music from video games, that needs to start coming to streaming platforms and make it readily available for me to purchase. Yeah. Stop trying to sell me. Stop trying to give me the pre-order the game. Stop trying to... I mean, okay. Stop trying... Yes. Yes, because sometimes, half of the times, you don't even put the whole song out. You give me a 10-track CD. A CD, nigga! <laughs> like, here's, no. Here's my thing. Can... Consider how much it's like they're 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 thinking about losing money off of collector's edition sales, but think of how much more money you would be able to make if the average person, which most average people don't buy collector's editions, could just give you Spotify streams, right? Or Apple, or literally, oh, I just want to buy this one song. Boop, ninety nine cents. Yep. Think of how much more money they would make that way, but that's just them being people being old and not understanding. Right. It's just so it's so silly. Like, and and I think this whole thing comes from. We don't want spoilers. Mm -hmm. We're okay. Here's the thing: just because you grew up in the era where spoilers really only happened if someone literally told you, and then now you see these TVs and these and, and the internet, and it's like spoilers are everywhere. Spoilers are everywhere. People, I feel like people are only getting spoiled if a they follow the people who regularly post that content, and sure they don't get a spoiler warning or whatever, or b you got shit friends, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or see you're looking for them like, yeah that's it that's that's the only reason why i feel like you know and most spoilers are like and most times people get spoiled because they go for context they don't just look at content like for example if you fucking if you showed me the final boss from persona 5 i would have been nutty i would have been like what the hell is that and then um and then you know that's just content though i would have been like oh it looks like that that's cool i wish i could have saw that for the first time but if there's no context. Right. How do you get to that? You right. know what I'm saying? Right, Even right, Persona right. is always like, you know, we're going to fight God at the end. But like, you know. Every time. <laughs> I don't know. I, I Let me get off my soapbox about that. It's I all just really wish, like, The companies, especially like the Eastern companies, would kind of like, they need younger people in the office. <laughs> For sure. Younger minds. Sure. Not even necessarily American minds, because I'm coming from obviously an American bias. But just young people who know how the internet works. 
Right, exactly. Exactly. Um uh, so that that would be it for games, but there's one more game story that was going around that I didn't put on here because it is not it's obviously not entirely corroborated yet, but I feel like it would just be interesting to discuss regardless. And that yeah. was that uh there were some early rumors and price analysis rumored price analysis on the PS5 saying that there's no way it hits 400 and that it's coming in at 470 minimum. Oh and, yeah. And I just wanted I just wanted to ask you if you've like thought that a fi- if the leap is big enough if a $500 console is justified. Um what? if the tech leap is big enough and if the features are big enough absolutely didn't the PS4 come out at 400? Yeah, it came out at 400. But this is talking about it won't hit 400 is going above no matter yeah, what. Yeah, I mean, that's fine with me. If I got to pay $500 for this console and, like, all the exclusives are crazy, uh, the controller, you know, has that crazy shit. Yeah. Um, what else? The, uh, it's backwards compatible up to the PS1? Fuck yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page <laughs> yeah, with that because I, I didn't think that was that huge of a deal. But, and, like, I, I understand, like, you know, obviously people are in different monetary situations yada yada but yes, yes. but also well, I, we are not we are not using the plight of the poor exactly excuse, yeah but I, I i just also feel like once you hit once we you're spending four hundred dollars on a toy what's five but that's just my mindset i don't know that could be me like well, once you're literally spending four hundred dollars on a toy what's five yeah all right i just yeah. want to see if we're on the same page on that Cool. One last topic, and it is in shows. So <laughs> this one's fun. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Funimation <laughs> wants you to forget that about interspecies reviewers. I saw that shit. So I saw that shit had like nine point one on MAL. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" So me? let's uh, <laughs> let's 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 give some background. So interspecies reviewers is a new anime to this season. That is, monster titties. Yes, monster titties. It takes place in. A fantasy world where all the all the different fantasy races exist, and it is about uh, a a trio of guys who make a name who are their trio of adventures who make a name for themselves for writing reviews about what it's like to fuck the different species. Oh, it's fuck! Oh, <laughs> hey, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> now. Hey, yo. <laughs> Oh, nah, Slim. Yeah. Oh, nah. Like, this, this shit makes Monster Masume look like it has training wheels on. Oh, nah. Bro. But now. Watch Monster Masume. That shit, I was like, holy smokes. But now, let me tell you. Uh, I I was curious. Because obviously, when so, when you know, a co- company tells you, tries to keep you from seeing it, you're going to look it out. So I, I watched some interspecies reviewers. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, he really, this nigga really said, well, obviously, if they tell me not to watch it, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. So, essentially, uh, Funimation was originally going to publish and dub it, and then um, pulled out hard when the anime actually came out. Because, for those of you who don't know how the anime industry works, most of these deals are made before the anime exists and based solely off the manga, right? Do these niggas not read the manga? But, he, but here's the thing. Apparently, the manga is significantly tamer than the anime. The manga... has gotta be fucking cap. No, no, it's true. So, uh, apparently, I haven't read the manga to verify, but from what I can tell, what happened was, the manga was just an etchy with a lewd, you know, subject matter. And that was it. It was lighthearted, it was just an etchy. Whereas the anime decided to be the same thing, 
but it straight up turns into a hentai for seven minutes an episode. And that's pro and so Funimation probably saw that manga went oh yeah it's etchy we've done etchy before that's fine and then the an- they got the animation and were like oh no 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 because watched a couple episodes straight up for ten minutes like every not ten minutes that's that's an exaggeration but like five minutes every episode it just straight up turns into hentai wow yeah wow. And that, and you know, I, people are were screaming censorship at this too. But Funimation isn't stopping it from existing. They're just pulling out and want you to forget that they were ever involved. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, uh, anime uh, titties. Anime titties. This podcast is sponsored by Anime Titties. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I just I just got on Twitter, you know, just to check. Uh, apparently, Chad uh, Johnson Ocho Cinco has mm-hmm. an OnlyFans now. I For... clicked on it, and it's not finished yet. So... Oh, oh, what's he doing on OnlyFans? I have no clue, but it he's got an OnlyFans, and it it, it, it there's no content, so obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> but and it's I thought he was hacked, and he's not hacked. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know how that goes. Um. Rest in peace to Cy Sperling, founder of the Hair Club for Men, passed away at 78. Of the com- the computer scientist who invented uh, uh, copy and Control- paste. Yeah. He, he also passed. I saw that. I saw that one. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, that seems like it's about it, unless you want to... Unless you want to talk about Fortnite season two. Nope. Alrighty. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. Where can they find you? Alright, you already know what the fuck going on you can find me at twitch.tv slash h underscore uh, no h g o d h god twitter.com slash h underscore g a w d h god where can they find you at king uh, you can find me on the twitter at kenneth fraudulent hey you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying <sighs> what, um, what song do the people need to hear so this brings me back uh little tekka idk not that that's not the song okay uh the single that dropped um you know who it, who it reminded me of? Another king that died before, died just when his career took off. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaker Knockers. Okay. Oh, Speaker Knockers, that, yeah. The, that song really reminded me of Speaker Knockers. So, everyone go listen to the song that made Speaker Knockers pop off, uh, Lonely. All right. Speaker Knockers, Lonely. It's not my favorite song by him, but it's still a damn good song. Mm-hmm. What do I want to do? You know, we were talking about Thundercat. Go listen to Lava Lamp by Thundercat. All right. Lava Lamp by Thundercat and Lonely by Speaker Knockers. Y'all got homework. (laughs) There will be a test. Will be a test. And and bar three, word 14. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Speaker Knockers fucking on? (laughs) Is it your bitch, my bitch, their bitch, or his bitch? His (laughs) bitch. The multiple choice of the century. (laughs) Uh, You people have a good week. Have a good one.